Today's episode of The Wretched Hive is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash hive. That's H-I-V-E. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any other MP3 player that you might have. Welcome to The Wretched Hive Podcast. Bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Guys, we have a news story. A legit news story about Mandalorian Season 2. Yeah? We haven't even seen Season 1 yet. Alright. I'm ready for it. It's I'm incredible. Well, and we are going to tell you all about it because you have found the Wretched Hive Podcast for Friday, excuse me, April 5th, 2019, Episode 84 of the show. My name is Steve Baldwin and the entire cast, almost. Minus one. Is here to entertain your ear holes. And we're going to start it off with the Wookiee co pilot, Greg Lent. Oh my God. Stephen Bree. Stephen B. Brosif. Esquire. What? That's me. The third. I'm so glad to be here with you. I'm so glad that everybody's joined us. I'm so glad you're letting us pleasure you orally tonight. Mm. Mm. But here we are. For another exciting episode of the Wretched Hive, and I can't wait to talk about the Mandalorian because, God damn it, I have my ten dollars just burning a hole in my pocket, waiting to pay some Disney Plus. Well, you're going to be able to spend that ten bucks pretty soon. It the clock is ticking. It's already April. It's We're already two weeks away from celebration. Man, we spring have break is coming away up. from Avengers Endgame, mm. and Captain Marvel is a billion dollar movie. Wow! Do, do you realize in seven days we're going to have two birthdays on the Hive? Mm, that's right. Is going to be up a party. Next week. Next party. week. Uh, you know that voice. You love that voice. Or you're <laughs> creeped out by it. <laughs> he is a lifelong Star Wars fan. Ivansky. Oh, my God, Steve. I'm so happy to be here tonight. I have mm. a special shout-out to some select friends from over 30 years ago. Guys, mm. you know who you are when I say it is episode 84. So, Ooh. send me the feedback. Send me some uh, some intel. Send me some anything. Now, what is online. this? What is this episode sexy. eighty-four code? It's, what is it code there, for? There are some, and it's totally I, sexy, Scott, going on right now. Too. Did you like oh, that? I went. Did, I went he, did he say select friends? Did I mishear that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think you're. Uh, I think so, something's happening with Dave over there. We're, we're going to get to that guy in just a minute. We'll but anyway. No, yes. what is this, what is this eighty four about? Don't don't you can't just throw <laughs> that out there. The number eighty four. Special huh? download for our uh, and 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 more sexy Scott voice. I'll do more of that. Wow. All yes. right. Uh, yeah, give me some of the sexy eighty four Scott. All right. Uh, well, he is not on the show at least yet because he's running late and we started without him. He is the captain of the. Definitely not here yet. Uh, we don't know if he'll be here. I'm assuming Wait. because he's a millennial, he had some car problems or motorcycle problems. He doesn't know how to fix it, so that's that's that that can't be true because he's a millennial. He doesn't have a car. 
Right, 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 that's right. a great point. So he's waiting for his Uber. That's what I think mm. it is. Yes. Mm. Wait, I got, I got, I got your back on this one. I can fill in for him too. Yeah. Steve, is it an official Lucasfilm release? <laughs> oh, oh, do I have an update on that? I cannot wait to show you what I have prepared for this evening's festivities. Uh, we also have filling in for Nico. Thank goodness she's here tonight. We've got show intern Callista Kirk. Callista, yeah. welcome to the show. Woo. Millennial Falcon. Oh, yes, I am him. We are the same person, and I'm here. And I'm better, and I have a car. That's Whoa! Right. That's because That's she's, right. she's Gen Z. That's the, why. The battle lines have been drawn. Callista is here. Yeah. This might be a Wally Pip situation. This could get ugly. She might Wally Pip Nico out of a job. We could sell tickets. We could have like a battle royale. Can we do that? Oh yeah, that would you be fantastic. You could totally oh, take him. Trust me. On Callista. Oh, Are you kidding God. me? Yeah. And finally, what in the hell are you doing? The dog's going crazy over here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the dog loves it. We have. That is so bad. That is absolutely brutal. Dave. <laughs> He just won't stop. <laughs> that is a disgusting act. Under no circumstances will that dog stop barking. They have got to start making guys be accountable. That is totally absurd. Should you ever. Is this really as good as it gets? And I mean. Because it's still not good enough. Ever! And that includes you too, Wonder Boy. Call him. Nuts and bolts, we got screwed. <laughs> Harry. Oh my gosh. Potter. That is unbelievable. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Dave. Wow, and the sixth member of the hive, Greg's dog, made a special appearance there. That was outstanding. <laughs> wait, wait. Little Tallulah chiming that... in on the podcast. Was that Nico in the background? <laughs> Mm. Oh my God, that was mm. that was great. Thank you very much. Thank you to my favorite rebel scum, Steve Baldwin. And mm. good afternoon, good morning, good evening to you wherever, whenever, and however you are choosing to listen to us. And yes, you are right. We are coming up on Star Wars Celebration. We are mm. coming up on The Mandalorian. And the question I have in my mind, the question I'm going to pose for you guys right now, it's a two-parter. What do we know more about, The Mandalorian or The Mueller Report right now? And number two... <laughs> What will we see first, the Mandalorian or the Mueller report? Ooh, that's a good Panel, question. jump in. Ooh, I've got a four-page summary strong. of the Mueller report. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you guys. It tells me everything I need to know, apparently. Yeah, okay. It took 22 months to draft the Mueller report, but um, four hours to draft a four-page summary. The freaking Mueller report is the same page length as the first Harry Potter novel. That should tell you uh, something. No problem. We gotta... Whoa, nice one. Where's that? There we go. There you go. Yeah, the, the, the first Harry Potter book had a more conclusive ending, is my prediction. I believe so. Well, if you've read the full Mueller report... Bunch of bitter liberals. Give us a call. Let us know <laughs> the truth. We've got a voicemail. You can leave a message on. That's 562-455-4483. Can I do another impersonation of Nico? 83. That's 562-455-HIVE. That's H-I-V-E. In case you can't spell HIVE. Goddamn right. And Uncle Steve, al- Uncle Steve, what's a voicemail? I don't know. I'm a millennial. <laughs> you can also oh, find us online at www.theretchedhive.net. You can find us on Facebook, although we don't recommend it. Facebook.com. Zuckerberg. Forward slash Wretched Hive Podcast. You can tweet us at Wretched Hive Pod. 
We've been a little more active on Instagram. I dropped a couple photos on the old Instagram recently at nice. Wretched Hive. Also Zuckerberg. Wretched Hive seventy seven. <laughs> Email. Works Did you say too. you've you dropped can, a deuce on Instagram? You can email <laughs> show <laughs> show at thewretchedhive.net. You can also download, for the time being, our app in the Apple App Store. Search Wretched or the Wretched app in the Apple App Store. And download out? the <laughs> free Wretched Hive podcast app today. You gotta you stop putting think, the naked pictures of Nico in that app. Is what you, you gotta stop think doing. Dropping a deuce on Instagram would be a TOS violation or something like that. <laughs> uh, we need a TikTok account if we're gonna go there. No, no, drop no. A dropping a deuce TikTok. is fine, Dave. You just can't show a nipple. <laughs> That's all right. it. All right. All right then. That's how it works, <laughs> guys. So we problem solved. Before we get into the news, yes, we there's have news. Yeah, there's doing? news. There's news to share. Uh, before we get into it, though. Um, you guys made a request. We did? The last couple of shows, yes. What? You requested. Yeah, I take it back. Don't free the nipple. That there was <laughs> that we hunt down a clip. Oh. That was referenced earlier in the show. Uh-oh. And Oh, no, we uh, found it finally. We hunted this down. Now, <laughs> I Harder to find the Russian collusion. No shit. <laughs> I'm kind of a busy guy. I got I got a you know, full-time job. I got 3 kids. I, I did not have time. Two wives. Two wives, one in Utah, one here. <laughs> and uh, so I am so lucky to work with this young lady to my left, Callista Kirk, who is our show intern. And I tasked her with looking back and trying to find oh, the clip <laughs> of Nico asking, is it an official Lucasfilm release? <laughs> did it come from Lucasfilm? <laughs> Callista. And I, is um, it Callista, is it, is I actually told, okay, no. so I told Callista, I think it's around episode 82 or 81. Turns out it was episode 80. I don't know how much you had to listen to to track this down. Three episodes uh, at two times speed. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> Callista, God. we are not paying you enough, by the no. way. We really are not. So, We're not paying her at all, So the actually. day <laughs> after, or maybe two days after I, I gave you this, this quest, this mission, this investigative reporting, you sent me, I think it's this, and you sent me a time signature from episode 80, about 40 minutes and 30 seconds in. Oh, God. I, I, mean, I mean, this is, she's, gonna, we're all going to work for her someday, you guys. She's incredible. This is what she found. Nico, is this, is this proof that we're going to see a snowy planet on episode 9? In episode 9? What do you think? Is this legit? Did it come from Lucasfilm? <laughs> Did it come from Lucasfilm? Oh my god! So I'm here to tell you, <laughs> the fucking hate in his voice is just so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Let, let's hear. Let's hear it come from Lucasfilm. Let's hear it one more time. My question and his response. Nico, is this is this proof that we're going to see a snowy planet on episode nine? In episode nine, what do you think? Is this legit? Did it come from Lucasfilm? Right. It's like you're interrupting him doing something he's really enjoying. Can you make that into some sort of rap? That'd it's be funny so... that you mentioned that, Scott. Oh, my God. Because uh, I downloaded an app onto my phone. Yes. And let's see. This app is called... Um, I want to give credit where credit is due. Auto Rap. Oh. So this is the official... 
this is the this is our first single. We've never actually produced a song on the show, and I thought this is a great opportunity not only to highlight Callista's <laughs> commitment and skill to this sh- for the show, uh, as well as Nico's obscenely um, rude angry. way that he and an angry way. Uh, I thought we would highlight angry. our songwriting ability. So here we go. Thanks to the Auto Rap app on Steve's phone. This is Did It Come From Lucasfilm. There you go. Did it come Amazing from Lucasfilm? Oh, oh brilliant. Crazy. Nico, uh, yeah. Nico should not be allowed back on the show until he listens to this episode. Well, I, I want the, I want Nico's reply. I want Nico's rap reply to me calling him out for this clip that has certain to become a show classic. Did it come from Lucasfilm? That we should just start counting the times that I use that clip because it's I think we're going to set a new record for, uh, for all sure. all of the times. Uh. Let's just go with all of the times right now. That's right. One thing I can guarantee. This is going to work, Steve. There we go. Uh. Yeah, if there's, if there's one thing the Wretched Hive is known for, it's driving a gag right into the ground. <laughs> Subtlety. Subtlety, oh. sir. Yes, sir. Uh. There's an art to it. All right. <laughs> Let's get into the news Did here. Did it come from Lucasfilm? Oh, sorry about oh, that. Wrong man. clip. Here oh. we go. From ABC News World Headquarters, this is ABC World News Tonight. From Lucasfilm. No, it's not. Come from Star Wars news with the Wretched Hive. So be it. Did it come from Lucasfilm? So good. So good. <laughs> well, guys, we have a lot a lot of news coming out of Disneyland and Galaxy's Edge. So much so that we have a new Galaxy's Edge theme song, people. Galaxy's 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 Did it come from Lucasfilm? Galaxy's Edge. Somebody take News. the rap app away from Steve. Out of please. <laughs> oh That's from Bob Iger and Aerosmith. The Galaxy's Edge. I don't know what you're talking about. I think he's doing a fine job. <laughs> uh, guys, Disneyland employees rolled out 
new uniforms that they're going to be wearing at Galaxy's Edge. And Disneyland employees reacted. Well, the ones that were selected to work in Galaxy's Edge uh, reacted to the amazing news that they got hired to be the first cast members to work in Galaxy's Edge. This is according to the Orange County Register has both of these articles on the new Galaxy's Edge employees and the uniforms they'll be wearing. Disney employee Teddy Moreau, 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 broke down in tears when she found out that she would be on the team opening the highly anticipated Galaxy's Edge theme land coming to the Anaheim theme park. Oh my gosh, this is a dream come true, said Moreau of Long Beach, LBC, in the house, in his house. In a statement provided by Disneyland, I can't think of a more exciting thing to happen to me opening a new land and it's Star Wars. To me, this is a bucket list item. I mean, it's it's one thing to work at Disneyland, which I plan on doing that when I retire. I'm, I'll, I'll say it right now. When I retire, I'm going to go work at Disneyland. R- really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just—I just have one question for for Disneyland. Did it come from Lucasfilm? <laughs> that's my one. That's the one question I have. But uh, can you imagine being selected so, to be? So Steve, Steve, Steve goes on the interview at Disneyland. He just takes his fucking phone in there with him, and they're like, "Do you have any <laughs> questions for us?" And he like whips out his phone. Lucasfilm? <laughs> <laughs> um. But can, can you imagine being selected to be among the first cast members yeah. to be ambassadors for Disney? For Star Wars fans, for their new land, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, you know, I watched this video that you, I think you put it on our little page there, and I, yeah. uh, you know, it caught me sentimental, but I, I really thought that was really cool that these people were so genuinely excited. I think I would have been too, you know? I mean, it's, you, it's, it's, it's a job, and I know that it's people who work there say it is, you know, the white glove of Mickey over an iron fist working there, but, uh, <sighs> but still, you know, it's, 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 it's it's got to be enjoyable, and you get to be a part of this new park and a new opening. That's really cool. I was touched, and not in a bad way. <laughs> well, before um, before Galaxy's Edge came around, I always imagined myself working at the Haunted Mansion, and not mm-hmm. only because I look great in a tuxedo, mm. a, a green and purple tuxedo, mm. but or, of course, the River Cruise. I want to be that guy saying, you know, oh, and here's the backside of water. I oh, like. The, I want that job. You, you threw me off there. The Jungle Cruise. Oh, sorry. Damn. Because <laughs> there's the river. There's also the river. The boat. river. River boats of America. Or yeah. Rivers of America. Rivers of America. Right. Jungle Cruise. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh yeah. No. Thanks the for correcting is corrections and retractions. They better in the never house. take that ride out ever. Which one? The Jungle Cruise. No, they, they can't. Never. No. They can't do it. But now, of course, I'm going to want to work at Galaxy's Edge. Of course. Yeah. Will you be a bartender? Funny you mention that, Scott, because uh, we also have another story. I am on it Man, tonight. You are, uh, did you actually read the show notes tonight? I did. Don't tell anyone. Hell? Oh, I let it slip. Scott, uh, did you break the streak, Scott? <laughs> okay, but wait. Before you got here or when you got here? When I got here. Okay, all right. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. That, I didn't think so. All right. Um, he, you know, can't figure out his <laughs> web internet computer password to get online but that's right uh um <laughs> that is right travel leisure travel and leisure.com has a story about every alcoholic drink you'll soon be able to order at disneyland and i thought i saw this and immediately thought this is a wretched hive this has got wretched hive all over it this has got alcohol star wars and oh. disneyland all combined in one is, story you're goddamn right steve that's let's right. talk is some there alcohol a pan galactic gargle blaster 
Well, uh, <laughs> there may be. Uh, this is, again, travelandleisure.com. The rum punches and crazy cocktails served at Oga's Cantina. Oga's Cantina. O-G-A apostrophe S. The bar within Star Wars Galaxy's Edge are a mix of unexpected flavors and space-worthy colors. So it starts out. The orange outer rim. The outer rim. It's a drink, apparently. The ga- a galactic twist on a margarita with a black salt rim. Ooh, oh, my God. This, this could be... <laughs> Misinterpreted. That sounds kind of kinky. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Keep your hands off my rim. Uh, and the citrus-based fuzzy tauntaun. Oh, fuzzy navel. So yeah. it's going to be... Topped with the yellow foam. Are two of the brightest and most exciting concoctions to be found at the Star Wars-inspired bar and lounge. But there are plenty of other boozy secrets in store. The uh, bitter... Just a real, real quick, if you're naming a drink a tauntaun and it doesn't smell bad, I'm going to be disappointed. I know. <laughs> I thought this smelled bad on the outside. Uh, the Bitter Grapefruit Jedi Mind Trick. That's cool. Okay. I like that for a name of, uh, of a drink. Serves it... up surprises with its sweet turn savory botanical transformation. All right. Steve, does it have the actual ingredients to these drinks? No. Well? No. no, not that I can see. Okay. So when people order the Jedi Mind Trick, do you think everybody will look at the bartender and go, Republic credits will do. <laughs> <laughs> Republic credits will do. Uh... <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Oh, here's one, Greg. You're gonna love this one. Excellent. While the Yub Nub, yes, pairs passion fruit with rum punch. Oh, a little, few ingredients. I am. You know, I, if if they don't have a massage parlor called the Rub Nub, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <lie. laughs> I don't. Uh, Greg, I think how has that not come up on the show in the past? Greg, I think that's only available at Disney Orlando, right? Oh damn it! I think that's available at Disney Vegas, actually. (laughs) It's what Donald Trump pays for every massage parlor he goes into. Um, Let's see, and the Bespin Fizz gives the Cosmopolitan a shimmery, bubbly twist. Early, oh check this out. Ooh, this sounds good. Early risers will cherish the bloody rancor. Oh man! Okay. Ooh, nice. A nice. spicy lemon pep, lemon pepper bloody mary drink. What the hell? With a meringue gone, uh, w- with a meringue bone garnish, a reference to the Star Wars film in uh, to the Star Wars film Return of the Jedi. Right. Cool. If right. it has an actual bone in it, that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. There's other cocktails here. Uh, spearin spearin calf. Jet juice. The T-16 Skyhopper. Yes. Ooh, that's the one Scott wants. The Dagobah Slug Slinger. <laughs> um, I have to know the ingredients mm. of these. I'm, I'm all over every mm. one of these names, but the, the Rum Punch one I'm definitely there for. Yeah. The Star do, Wars do they... land it won't have a full bar setup. Apparently there aren't any create-your-own drinks. Like You can't go in and order what you want. But uh, Sorry, Dave. What were you going to say? I was going to say there's no blue milk on this menu anywhere. I don't yeah that's a great point I don't see anything any reference to blue milk you're welcome Disney fix it mm. yeah alright so that's it uh, go check that out at travelandleisure.com yeah that's going to be my first suggestion uh, like writing in a little uh, uh, the suggestion box I'm going to have go. blue milk and Admiral snack bar yeah how do they not have blue milk come on Admiral snack bar Admiral- <laughs> That's How can awesome. you? Your taste buds can't repel this kind of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. 
Oh, Greg, that is impressive. You are on fire tonight, my friend. I love that. I, I, I got to admit, I stole that from Robot oh. Chicken. That was, ah, that, right. that, okay. that's, a, that's a recycled joke, but it just it's totally appropriate for Admiral fucking Snack Bar, which is genius. <laughs> Thank you. Give credit, I, give credit where credit is due. Go ahead and steal, but then give credit where credit is due. Uh, all right, so with all that alcohol, you might say, you know, how, how am I going to deal with a three-hour line and what if I need to go to the bathroom? Oh, I say alcohol is how you deal with the three-hour line, man. Well, uh, thank you, Scott. <laughs> the the um, the gift shops will be selling Star Wars themed catheters. I'm just kidding. Uh, they won't be doing that. <laughs> Anthony but... Daniels, C-3PO. <laughs> You're not far off, though, Steve. You're really not. <laughs> they they will be offering get this bathroom passes. For the lines in the rides that are in Galaxy's Edge. You'll be able to step out of line, somehow get a pass. I don't know how this is going to work. To go to the restroom and then come back. You know, if they start fast passing the restrooms, that is a genius moneymaker. No doubt. So I I love how this this article, again, from our friends over at TravelAndLeisure.com, Disneyland may be known as the happiest place on earth, quote-unquote, but there's nothing happy about waiting in a long line, especially when that line is several hours long and you have to use the bathroom. For the grand opening of the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run in Disneyland Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on May 31st, the resort is releasing a bathroom pass for visitors who find themselves in what is anticipated to be a long wait to experience the ride. The pass is only $30. No, that that was me. That's a joke. Oh. <laughs> Although they could, they should charge for bathroom passes at Disneyland. No, no, no. Charge for everything else, why not? That's why right. are you? Why are you feeding this? <laughs> That's true. You're feeding the beast. Uh, once again, oh. Disney, you're welcome. Um, Damn it, Steve. Anyway, this is uh, this is happening. Honest to God, uh, bathroom passes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then you know there are really serious concerns about the lines and the weight. Yeah. The first couple of weeks at Disneyland uh, Galaxy's Edge. One article I read said that they are anticipating 150,000 visitors a day. Now, Disneyland was built to comfortably house to hold 50. Right. And on a busy night, like on a Saturday night during the summer, it gets up to about 75. So can you imagine what that place is going to feel like with 150,000 visitors? Well, so if you look at that estimate, I'm sure everyone's going to be at Star Wars Land or, or Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to call it Star Wars Land. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. You know yeah, that's going to be. Too. But, yeah. but that's double the amount of the highest attendance that they have. Most of those people are going to be in that entire section of the park. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. I mean, when, it's se- when there's 70,000 people in that park. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, you imagine what, like, Dodger Stadium is 55,000. So it doesn't seem like that many, but when it's packed into that park, yeah, at 75,000, that's when you're walking down Main Street and you're, like, turning sideways to get through oh, yeah. the crowds. And, you know, you're bumping into everything and it's just human sausages. Yeah, you think about the uh, the actual attendance and you look or at sardines. The, the walkways are so narrow at some points, especially yeah. going into where Galaxy's Edge is. We know that used to be the old um, uh, I think it was like a petting zoo for a while and then mm-hmm. uh, it was that area where they had uh, like, like the, that old west, like southwest barbecue Yeah, they had like a, and company picnics and stuff. Yes. So they have narrowed that down. Just like Toontown, you're going into a narrow little zone to open up into another land. 
that is going to be insane. That is a yeah. bottleneck from hell right there. That's what that is. All right. So in order to manage crowds, we talked a little bit about this last week when I was reading from the Disney app. But um, Disney's official release now, this is according to USA Today, um, they will be, you know, you'll need a, re- a no-cost reservation to get into Galaxy's Edge. That'll be all done through the app. There's Disney Parks app. You'll enter a queue in your app to get queued in to enter Galaxy's Edge at a certain time of the day. Um, you don't have a reservation, you cannot get in. So apparently there's got to be some sort of a barcode scanner that they're going to use. Yeah. To, I don't know how else they would do well, it. Well, like the FastPass <laughs> system now, it's all tied into the annual pass that you, that you purchase. So you, they right. don't actually hand you individual fast passes anymore. You actually take the ticket that you purchase when you get to the park, and it's and it's you know added to your ticket is what it is with the barcode on your ticket. Okay. So you're going to have to flash that barcode, and then they'll let you in. Right, that makes sense. Uh, so they're they're calling them digital boarding passes. Okay. Um, let's see. They've got uh, some rules about parking. Um, or some a note about parking here, not rules. Um, they're opening a, a new extension to the parking garage, and I have been within the last month, and it, it looks like it's almost done. The garage adds another 5,300 spaces to the existing massive parking structure that's over yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to say that parking structure that was there is literally the largest parking structure I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. and they're adding to it. <laughs> it takes you half bigger. a day to get in and out of that thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there are rules around strollers and wagons. Um, there, let's see. For months, workers have been wor- widening paths, narrowing planters, and moving obstructions to make room for traffic flow. Um, so uh, they're they are prepping for huge crowds. Uh, it should also be noted that if you have a hotel guest reservation, you're a registered guest of the hotel. Um, you are guaranteed a pass to get into Galaxy's Edge for the day that you stay in the hotel. Um, so for Steve Watch 2019, has Steve made that reservation yet? So uh, Steve does have a hotel reservation. What? <laughs> wow. And I will, uh, I will add that Steve is sharing the room with Dave. <laughs> Whoa! This just so, got uh, wretched hive after uh, hours. It's not right wretched here. hive after dark. Uh, uh, yeah. Lisa and Christine will be with us as well. Oh no! It just really yeah. got out. Yeah, because that that keeps it from being wretched hive after dark, Steve. Yeah. Woo! Uh, so yeah, so opening night. Remember, if you remember, two weeks ago, I shared that I called to check on May thirty first hotel rooms, thirteen hundred dollars. Oh my! You did so, you? Didn't you? No, no, did no, no, oh. no. That's just that's ridiculous. I we we're paying twelve hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my um, god! <laughs> have so fun, Dave. <laughs> we we are sharing a room. I, I'm not going to disclose the amount. Okay. But I will say it's less than half of that. Okay. It's less than half of. That's more reasonable. Thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. It's and not completely ridiculous. And we're splitting it. Okay. So, and I think we're going maybe two weeks after the opening. So, hopefully, the crowds will be. Well, you have a hotel reservation, but not for the (laughs) thirty first. Correct. Wait a minute. Did you just say you? Hopefully, the the crowds are a little bit. Okay. Star Tours. Twenty eight thousand instead of one hundred thirty. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. 
I thought you had made the reservation for the 31st. No. No, 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 no. The, no, the rooms were just outrageously expensive. Okay, Star yeah. Tours couldn't, couldn't, couldn't is one ride, and that ride did not diminish a three-hour wait until 1988. Right. So. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, it's going to be chaotic. Uh, no costumes allowed. Oh, Dave, you're out. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could wear your, you know, Princess Aurora thing. I'm sure that would be fine. Dude, but no Star it. Wars costumes. Where Steve, is... I told you I'm not wearing that out of the hotel room. That is just for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, Greg, you mentioned annual passes. Mm-hmm. So I've got an update on that. So Let's do this. The the least expensive annual pass currently, and that an annual pass, it, it's it gets you in all year long with some blockout dates. All right. So the least expensive annual pass at Disneyland is $399. Now, what that buys you is entrance uh, basically like Monday through Thursday all year long. There's no weekends. And the entire like July and August summer months are blocked out. Okay. So no weekends all year long and all summer is blocked out. <laughs> the next price tier... And before you up. before you move on, that is the pass I have, and so yeah, I won't be going until September when my pass is open back up again. Right. Okay. Got you. Unless an unnamed person can get you in, mm, I might have a source. There, there you go. It's the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know exactly who it is, actually. Bob Iger. That's right. Yeah. That's right, bitch. <laughs> oh, wrong one. Sorry. Come from Lucasfilm. Sorry. No, it came from Bob Iger, actually. I don't know why you would ask that about the Damn. That's weird. Did it come from Lucasfilm? That's what I was No, it came from Bob Iger. Stop asking that question. Bob Iger. It's like he's actually here. We're a well-oiled machine here. All right. The next level up pass, annual pass, $799. Now, what that gets you, I believe... One weekend... Uh, you have, well, you've got, uh, I'm bringing it up here on my uh, browser. So what that buys you is uh, most, well, about half of the Saturdays are blocked for the year. Uh, all of July and half of August is blocked for the year. And you get to spend some special quality time with Bob Iger in his little right. suite. You get yeah. some quality time with Aww. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Uh, the next tier up is $1,149, and then the top tier that gets you in any day you want, no blockout dates, $1,399, $1,400 to get you into Disneyland. Now, I'm going to age myself a little bit here, but my first annual pass, I clearly remember we bought the biggest one, got us in every day of the year. It was $199. That was in 1953. Before, before the park, the park opened. opened before the wow, park yeah. opened wow. and I was really upset because it was a big orange grove that's all it was <laughs> anyway so that's coming guys uh, that's our update for uh, Galaxy's Edge and I'm sure we'll have additional updates but for now I'll just leave you with this Galaxy's Galaxy's there you go Galaxy's Edge. That is so wrong. <laughs> Seriously. I thought you would love that. I love it, but it's just so <laughs> wrong sounding. It's weird. I know. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, guys, at the top of the show, I mentioned that we have some news about The Mandalorian Season 2. Yes. Now, unless I miss something, <laughs> we haven't seen Season 1 yet. No. No, I saw it. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh, man. So good. No. Scott, Scott, what did you think about it? Oh, I didn't show it to you. Oh. I, think you're re- I, think you're, I think you're thinking of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I could be wrong about that. Um, this is from, uh, let's see. H, oh, HNEntertainment.com. Exclusive Star Wars live-action series, The Mandalorian, is already expected to land a Season 2 on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so, basically, this article, and summing it up, it's getting such rave reviews by the Disney brass that they're already talking about Season 2. Yeah, let's not go floating our boats here right away. <laughs> so... A yeah. lot of these like online stuff, you, you like your Netflix and all that, the streaming services, right. they have their own content. And mm-hmm. that content usually based off of like, I guess maybe to their people, whoever sees this stuff right away, that typically gets the like the AOK from everybody. So yeah. they will kind of set that up ahead of time, knowing that there's going to be a season two, uh, unless everything just completely flops. Yeah. So it was expected that that was going to happen with Disney's rollout with all of this stuff and with everybody involved. I mean, seriously. Sure. It, it, it's pretty it's easily predictable. But I mean, we haven't seen one episode of season one yet. I know. But you look at the star power that's in this. Look at yeah. all the stuff that we've talked about on the show. Right. This is a powerhouse that's, you know, people are going to buy into that just for that show. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, of course, as the titular Mandalorian. Yes. Gina Carano, Nick Nolte, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Giancarlo Esposito, Werner Herzog. Yeah. Amazing director. It's amazing. Emily Swallow and Amid Abtai. Ab- 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 I sent, anyway, I sent great you, cast. I sent you guys uh, a little. The collection article. of deep, gravelly voices between Werner oh. Herzog and Nick Nolte, guys. Oh. Jesus Christ! I know, right? Yeah. Um, so I did send a little article about that. I don't know if any of you guys caught that, but one of the one of the directors is actually voicing uh, a very famous character. Are we talking about that on here? I haven't scanned that far ahead. I don't know. What would you be speaking of, Mister Ivansky? Yeah, that was uh, the character of IG88 is oh. going to make an appearance on the show. Yeah, who's voicing? Uh, one of the directors, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Um, uh, sorry, I, okay, it's slipping right now. But there is, um, was it Favreau? Somebody posted on their Instagram account mm-hmm. a picture, a behind-the-scenes shot of him behind the microphone with the picture of IG-88 on screen. That was a fantastic article Yeah, talking about that. So this, this thing's looking amazing. It does. Constantly. It does look amazing. They, now, something else that's looking amazing, and yeah. actually... At the top of the show, um, we rattled off some things that we're excited about. Yes. And we fr- I don't know if anyone mentioned, but Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones premiere is coming. I heard about that show. Winter is coming, bitches. I, I April winter, 14th. Winter is already here, isn't it? Uh, it was gone, but the new uh-huh. winter, the real winter is coming now, April 14th. Okay. And, and um, a former high-ranking Lucasfilm executive visited... Former. The Game of Thrones episode, or uh, I should say, season eight. Steve stage and who his could na- who could this be? His name was some guy. I think he was an intern. George Lucas oh. was on the set oh my of God. Game of Thrones, talking to 
Benioff and Weiss, who of course are producing a trilogy of Star Wars films for Lucasfilm. Why are there no Ewoks in the snow? <laughs> so what you're telling us here Where's is... Where's Bib Fortuna? The new season of Game of Thrones is totally going to bite it. <laughs> wow. Is that, what's, is that what's happening? I don't think he was giving uh, plot device advice oh, to Benhoff and Weiss. I think it was thank maybe God. the other way around. You know what you need? Do your voice. You know what you need? What? You need, a, <laughs> you need a special CGI character that has a Jamaican accent that runs around and steps in poop all the time. That's and they're done did. that. Oh, my God. I got crucified for it. <laughs> I sold my company. Screw you. Um, it's So this article is great because it says, it's funny because George came and talked to the boys, meaning Ben Hoff and Weiss, mm. and the one thing the Star Wars franchise has been missing lately is decent storytelling. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot of brilliant stuff in Star Wars, and it's yeah. an epic franchise, but occasionally, story-wise, it's left a little to be desired. What? Say it ain't so. Man. I mean, <laughs> these people saying, um... Excuse me, I got something in my throat. <clears> throat> Last Jedi! <clears throat> oh, sorry, that just coughed up. I don't know. Wow. Sorry. Hater's gonna hate, Scott. Yeah. Who's I? I'm the nicest guy in the world. All right. Other Star Wars news. Moving on. Moving on. We've been there. God, we spent a year wrestling with that. The Empire Strikes Back Live. Yes. Is coming. I'm all into this. I'm all in. Jay Will himself and the music of The Empire Strikes Back is coming to a live venue near you. It's launching in, I believe, in the UK. And it is, uh, this is according to Mashable.com. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back Live is set to tour. Uh, it, yes, it is starting in the UK. I am pumped about this. Yeah, I'm already lined up. I love the the live theatrical viewing of the movie along with a live orchestra is oh, freaking that's, incredible. That's what they're going to do? I thought it was just the entire... Well, I think they play the movie and then the orchestra... Okay. Plays the soundtrack to the movie that you're watching. But you said J. Will, right? So John Williams. I just thought it was him going to be conducting the entire score. Yeah. But if they're going to do the movie as well, that's fantastic. He's getting up there. I don't know if he could stand up there for two hours and conduct. Yeah. They do know? have an intermission, though. We did see Jaws. That's true. And there was an intermission. And J. Will wasn't the conductor for that. So, so. at the Hollywood Bowl, we saw A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. A few... A couple was, of Halloweens ago. And, and that, that was, was a little cool. different, too. They had live performances by... Yeah, the actors actually acted out the yeah. movie yeah. down on the stage that's while the movie cool. was playing. See, that's pretty cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sign me up for that. Yeah. I am I am down to see The Empire Strikes Back live at the Hollywood Bowl with a live... The L.A. Phil? Yeah. Oh, my God. Still, favorite Man. movie they and did, also are favorite they, soundtrack. Yep. Steve, they did that at the Hollywood Bowl last year. Hmm, okay. Which one? Did they do Empire, though? Mm-hmm. Did you go to that? Yes, I did. Did I go to that? <laughs> With me. <laughs> Not so. <laughs> you started talking about it, I'm like, oh. Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, but Jay Will wasn't conducting that, was he? No, John Williams. No, he was not. But there was another, John Williams has been in the last, within the last year. Too. Okay. Yeah. That's right. I did not make it to episode four. Uh, I, Slacker. Did you go to both? You went to both, I did. didn't you? All right. I did. I did both back to back. 
That's commitment, dude. Wow. Because that is the only way to do it if you're a true fan. Wow. Dave was there for Jaws as well, right? I was. Yeah. And I'm going going this summer for Jurassic Park. Oh, dear God. That's strong. live at the Hollywood Bowl now? Is that what's going on? Hey, there are worse places to live, buddy. Yeah. Well, he's (laughs) like a VIP. I mean, Dave went dressed as a Star Wars character and directed traffic. So uh, my favorite part of that is Steve was getting a video of me just greeting people at the Hollywood Bowl. And so this, these like two women are walking by and one starts to come up to say something to me. The other one just like grabs her by the arm and jerks her away. And you hear her clearly, he doesn't even work here. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's, he's, he's rocking the director Krennic outfit, which is uh, uh, created by one of the Wretched Wives, actually. Yes. Fantastic uh, job by Greg uh, Lentz. Yeah. Work of art. And uh, boy, he embodies director Krennic, and he's standing there like, what's he saying? Well, with his hands behind his back, welcome to the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I have to find that and share it with you guys. That is great. All right. She was angry like, that she bitch, was... I'm just saying hi to people. What's your problem? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish you would have said that. That would have been fantastic. Like Angelis to hate, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we've got a few stories to cover in the Marvel. Ooh, and dare I say DC universe tonight? Yeah. Uh, So first story is from uprocks.com. This is, if I can get my browser to let me see what I'm looking at here. Avengers Endgame, little movie that's coming out. Uh, when, what's the release date for that again? May? The, uh, no, April. April? Ah, 26. 26. Three weeks Three weeks from the airing of the show. Yes. Jeez, holy I God. have tickets. Do you have tickets? I have not bought mine yet. We're, we're still determining the actual day it's going to be, if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday. We, yeah. are, we, are, we are going Saturday. Yep. At the usual. Tickets on Excellent. Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on that, too. Well, Dave, congratulations, because you contributed to knocking Star Wars off of the pedestal that is the most pre-sale tickets for a movie. Avengers yeah. Endgame snaps away the first day pre-sale ticket record. See what they did there? Yes. Way, way to go, yes. true fan, Dave. So, so, way to go. Yeah, Dave Here's, did. I hacked mine. I was not a part of that. Really quick, really quick, really quick. Really quick, legit, legit question for you guys. Okay, do you think Avengers Endgame is going to Post. top Star Wars: The Force Awakens? No. Or opening box office. Opening? No. Open. Oh, opening oh, weekend oh, box office. Oh, just op- not, not overall, just opening weekend? Not overall, just opening weekend. I think oh. that's 257 or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's possible. It is possible. It is possible. Hmm. I mean, they broke the record in what, six hours? Was it? Yeah. So, top five. This is uh, tweeted out by Top 5 Fandango. First day pre-sales ever. Avengers Endgame. Is now at the top of the list, number one. Uh, I want you guys, without looking, Scott. Yes. Don't look at my screen. What are the other four, two, three, four, and five, top pre-sales ever, according to Fandango.com? Avengers Infinity War. Okay, that's number five. You said top five? Top five. We've got one and five, the Avengers... Endgame and Infinity War, one and five. What the, is, the, Force, Black, the Force Awakens. Black Force Awakens at number two. I was going to say Force Awakens, but Black Panther? No. no. Last, Jedi, Last Jedi. Last Jedi, number three. Wow. And know. this so one. Rogue one. Ooh, good pull, Dave. Yes, Rogue One coming in at number four. Okay. So we've got all Star Wars 
and Avengers movies in the top five. Uh, in the top five of pre-sales. Eh. Yep. All right. Well done, guys. Yeah, yeah. I know I could count on you. Professionals. Professionals. Star Wars podcasting professionals. All right. <laughs> yeah. So who's got tickets? Dave's got tickets. I got tickets. You got tickets. I do not. Oh. I yeah. I do not yet either. Just oh, just trying so to figure out Saturday or Sunday. I right am now. embarrassed. By the rest of our crew, of course I yeah. am. Yes. Are we trying to coordinate anything on that, or are we just doing it on our own? Uh, uh, we are, but without you. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> wow. I don't know where. I think oh, I'm in. Boy. I'm in Hollywood somewhere. I don't know where. That's but... fair, and frankly, uh, based on our last theater experience, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Wait, I can't get off this subject because if you were paying attention on that day, get off the subject. I barely know her. I am going to keep getting off on the subject. So the funny thing was is if you watch any of the YouTube channels out there, yes, watching the reactions to people like trying to buy tickets was the best video oh. any oh, anywhere this week yeah, seriously was sold out where they just was it just a nerd it, just crying uh, everywhere oh, greg it was a shit show that i enjoyed thoroughly i sat there and watched and laughed as people cried because they couldn't get their tickets oh, really? every movie outlet shut down at 5 a.m when tickets went on sale and it was great. So everyone got on, did a video saying that they couldn't get tickets, were crying about it, and then they decided to review the trailer. Which, by the way, if you saw the sneak peek trailer mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm. I can't wait. Well, let's get into the synopsis of this movie. Uh-oh. This is uh, Complex.com. This is a three-hour movie, too, guys. Three Fake hours website. and four minutes. Marvel... Yeah. Hey. Jesus. Fake website. Marvel shares official, official. Yeah. Avengers Endgame synopsis. Okay, well, this, this is the headline of this. Wait, wait, wait. Article. Are we having spoilers here? Oh, you're oh, right. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh. Thank you. Sorry, we don't have time for the rest of the show. We had to play that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Scott. Any chance, you know, I create these soundbites. You got to, you know, remind me to use them. I'm on it like a motherfucker tonight, okay? I am crazy tonight. Um, So, (laughs) Marvel shares official Endgame trailer. I read this and went, "This, this, this cannot be real. They have they have not shared this. Was it on April first that they shared this? This is what they wrote. Okay. Uh, Theater chain AMC has updated its website with the rundown Uh for the Avengers Infinity War follow up and lists the runtime as three hours and twenty minutes. So they got that right apparently. Three hours and two minutes. Oh, sorry, three Three hours and two. My bad. Oh, yeah, I was off by two minutes. Um, let's see if I can find. Um, okay. So here, here's, uh, here's how the synopsis reads. The grave course of events set in motion by Thanos that wiped out half the universe and fractured the Avengers, fractured the Avengers ranks, compels the remaining Avengers to take one final stand in Marvel Studios' grand conclusion to 22 films, Avengers Endgame. That's all they say. Yeah, so... 
So Thanos we, killed most everybody, and the remaining Avengers are going to fight back. So no spoilers. We didn't have to play the damn eight-hour-long <laughs> no, clip. That's uh, all right. Hold on. Hold on. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I mean, I, come yeah. on. Are you serious? Yeah. Talk about clickbait. Yeah. And I, I, I took that thing, you know, bait, line, and sinker, and well, you know, got you have yanked so, into the boat. Steve, you have inside sources God. on this team Ridiculous. that know quite a bit about this just based off of the comics. And we could speculate off of that. You have Dave, you have Greg, and you have myself. All right. And we could tell you what's going to happen. Well, I, we have one show between before Avengers Endgame is officially released. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Correct. Actually, do we... Yes. So, so let's yes. hold off. Let's hold off on speculation until the week before. I am gonna. I'm gonna pull a great Karnak uh, tonight, right. and I'm gonna write something down on a piece of paper. Ooh. Because it's something I think I mentioned on the show months ago. Okay. That based off of this little special look trailer that they released for the release of the tickets. Okay. I now think is an actual moment that's going to happen. All right. On this I'm show. going to hand you a piece of paper, and yep. while Dave gets his point in, I yes. want you to write this down okay. uh, live on the show to prove that I, it happened. I, I'm pretty sure what he's going to write so, down is that Luke's going to throw the lightsaber over his shoulder. That's what yep, that is That's, correct, sir. That, that is would correct. be a baller move. That's the wrong <laughs> franchise, you idiot. I would act. I would actually respect you if you did that, Scott. A porg right. will make an so, appearance in okay, this. this right, is Dave. I, while, I have, while Scott writes, Dave, get your point out. Okay. So yeah. So spoiler. What's pro, you know what the the predictable arc of the movie will probably be for anybody who has read superhero team up comic books everybody's dead at the beginning something will happen all of the dead heroes will come back and there will be one big giant united nerdgasm fight against thanos with everybody because in infinity war everybody was very fragmented fighting all of thanos's minions there's going to be a big everybody's all in the room together fighting and when that happens somebody's going to have to lead them right and it's going to be Captain America. We all know it's going to be Captain America, except Star-Lord, because Star-Lord's a dick. And <laughs> Star-Lord Star will not accept somebody else being the leader. We know this. It's established in Infinity War. He doesn't like Tony Stark's plan. He thinks it's a bad plan. He wants to use his plan instead. So you know, and He is I, a I, dick, too. It's, this yeah. is, it really is like all his fault. Yeah, so I'm just I'm thinking to myself Lucky in my head, I'm like, Star Lord. <laughs> here is we have these established character. You know, we know this is the direction it's probably going to go, and we have this established character type where somebody is just not going to yield to Captain America because he doesn't know who Captain America is. So I just had this idea in my head that Spider Man is actually going to be the peacemaker and resolve the situation because Captain America is going to show up and he's going to be like, we're going to do this and you're going to do that, and he's calling the plays and everybody's doing it, and Chris Pratt's going to be all, wait, whoa, who put him in charge? Who is this? Why am I not in charge? And Spider Man will sidle up and say, dude, it's okay, he's the footloose of superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I don't even know what he said, but it was scary. All no, right, I so just... so I am taking what Scott wrote. I did not read it. Calista, you will verify. I did not read it. I'm going to fold it up. Okay. I'm going to tuck it behind the pegboard here in the palatial. That's not the pegboard. I thought it was going to be next to his studios. nipple. Yeah, he's going to tuck it Buffalo Bill style is what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What song was playing? Well, sexy. Well, Goodbye, horses. I'm crying <laughs> over you. So good. It is 
It is tucked behind the official Wretched Hive podcast pegboard okay. in the Palatial Studios All here right. at uh, Ground Zero. Yeah. And uh, I will. I'm not touching that. Okay. Until after the release of the movie, we'll see if you're right. Fantastic. I or love that. Or night, whichever comes first. <laughs> I love that. Now, based off of the ramblings of Dave, which I appreciated and, and enjoyed thoroughly, yes. uh, we do know that Translation, Captain... you don't know what he said. No, I have no idea. I can't remember because I'm concentrating <laughs> on writing. But uh, the, in that little uh, sneak peek trailer that we got, whatever they called it, special look or whatever, yeah. um, there is a moment where we do see the silhouettes of characters walking up to Thanos, who's sitting on a lone planet, which looks like his home world mm. where he started the annihilation process, right? With uh, Tony I thought it looked Stark. more like the, the garden or whatever it is. I thought it looked more like garden. Did it? Okay, to me it looked like his home world. Hmm. It might be. I, 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 that, that's, I was figuring it was the garden planet, that's what, but I, I could totally be wrong, but you know, that's, that's was the pr- impression I got out of the trailer. Okay, great point, though, on this that I, wanna, I really want to point out is Every bit of marketing material that deals with uh, Rocket is fantastic. I have never seen the saddest raccoon ever, (laughs) except for the poster, which I want to cry like a little child every time I see that. I'm like, I want to embrace that poor little Rocket. He's crying in that thing, seriously. And then when he's holding Nebula's hand in the, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to buy two tickets. It's it's I, pulling the heartstrings. It is. Yep. I still love the fan poster for Guardians of the Galaxy three that was just Rocket Raccoon just sitting in the middle of an open field by himself just with his head down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still so fucking strong. Still one of my favorite parts was uh, where, where is it where um, in uh, Infinity War with Rocket and Winter Soldier. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm getting that arm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fantastic. One of the best characters. That's good stuff. Ah. All right. Well, there's a, you know, you wouldn't know by listening to this show, but there's a whole nother company producing superhero and comic book content. Steve, huh. who is this other company? I've never even, what? I think they're based in Washington. What? DC? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. DC. DC is Poise for a don't call it a comeback yeah right? they are they need something strong and looking at the recent trailer for the joker let's i know you got your segueing into this but let's let's add more to that all right there is actually something else that's coming out okay before that what's that that's getting some serious hype right now. lay it on me that's shazam Oh yeah, it yeah. comes out this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's this weekend. Nothing but good reviews left and right about this movie. So, Calista, you were nodding your head. Have you? What have you heard about this? Why are you like agreeing I, with Scott here? I have a friend who saw an advanced screening of it. Okay. And he is traditionally a Marvel fan, as you would be if you've seen the DC movies, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, as any good DC movie fan would be at this point. <laughs> Cool. He yep. oh. said it was just a new start and a new, like, a brand new thing that he did not expect to be coming from DC. Okay. He laughed even though he didn't think he would, and he said it was just like a breath of fresh air and the DC idea. Fantastic. Yeah. Good. Yeah, That's yeah. great to hear. Yeah. You know, even Aquaman, I don't know if you guys ever got around to seeing it. it like I say, it, it wasn't good, but it was dumb fun. Like, like, 
the Superman and the Justice League movies were were pretty bad. I actually liked Man of Steel, but the Superman versus Batman and Justice League were pretty bad movies, and Suicide Squad is fucking horrible. Oscar-winning Suicide Squad was <laughs> fucking was Oscar-winningly stupid as well as 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 uh, as well as winning that Oscar. But um, Aquaman was was good, dumb fun. I mean, I enjoyed my I enjoyed it. But and I love that. That's that's a, a wonderful praise for this company. However, Shazam's actually getting good reviews and yeah. praise for the actors for doing a good job of what you really want to see about a teenager adolescent kid becoming a superhero instantly. You don't want to see this person who's apparently like Superman, who's you know seasoned or weathered into being a superhero. You right. would be. What would a teenage and in this case, sorry but we do have a teenage boy becoming a superhero. You want to see what that teenage boy would be like. Well, we, we don't, we, we don't typically the powers we, that were, that gave him like spider abilities. Scott, that's Scott what you really want to see. Syndrome. No, no, no. The apology. Okay. For the people not visually seeing this here, it's all the uh, white. That, that, has don't typically have, to apologize all the time. that was just such a great Scottism. Just <laughs> that, <laughs> just, just, just listen. I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm <laughs> no, I just realized because I'm typically talking to everyone and Nico and Yo, we don't typically right. have a girl commentator on here. So thank you very much for being here. But it is a different point of view. Lending some sanity, sanity to, to the, show. the madness. But no, but seriously, you want to see that. You want to see um, what that reaction would be. I don't mm. want to see him suddenly becoming like Superman. And for everything in the reviews that I've I've read or, or watched online about yeah. uh, talks about you know what would you be like if you were thirteen or fourteen years old and suddenly got the power of like Superman? Right. You would be kind of. Oh. You know, a teenage boy, uh, like, oh yeah, I, I can crush. I would all these be Spider Man. That's what I would be. Well, you you could you would you, you wouldn't be like I'm going to be this <laughs> you know superhero type. You would be like oh, I can crush all these beer cans at once, or I can drink all the beer at once, or right. And right, that's right. what you kind of get from this movie, and it's huh. kind of got like childlike uh, wonderment to it, and I I think that's fantastic. I'm excited mm. to see Shazam. Okay, cool. I, I have seen the trailer where he says I can leap a tall building in a single bound and then doesn't and it it, made, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time I see that clip. Oh yeah, where he goes into the building like just yeah. crashes through the window. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. That, that is that is strong. Like I know it's coming every time and I still laugh. Oh, and I gotta say is stupid, but I love it when he doesn't know what to do when the villain is introduced in the trailer and he throws the giant life size doll of Batman at him. <laughs> Hey Batman, go get him! Just chucks this ball, this giant doll at him. Nice, good stuff. Uh, let's go into the Joker. Well, now. maybe DC's making a comeback. If that's the light side of DC, it appears that the Joker is going to showcase the dark side of DC because this oh, yeah. trailer is really compelling. Yeah. And is it Joaquin Phoenix? Yes. Yeah. He looks like he is really taken this role and embodied the character. He looks amazing okay, as a, the Joker. I'm calling out my comic book cohorts here. Uh, I want to see if anyone... Ha- First of all, have you all seen the trailer? Yeah, not yet. Okay. Damn it. Dave's not in it, but Greg's there. So, Greg, no, I'm, I've, I'm relying I've, I've on... Been, I've been watching the uh, Endgame trailer over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, same here. Endless loop. Uh, but I did see the Joker trailer, and Greg, I'm going to totally call you out on this. I want to see if you know some stuff about this. There are some hidden gems in this thing. Mm. And what's fantastic about it is I didn't realize the involvement that Scorsese had in this. Mm. So there is an element of Scorsese-style filming, plus the fact that we get De Niro in it. 
is amazing. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of people. There's De Niro's in it. Uh, yeah. Zazie Betts, who was Domino in the Deadpool movie. Oh yeah. Um, oh. Um, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he plays Paperboy on the Atlanta show with Donald Glover. Um, yes. He's in it as well. Good cast. It is an excellent cast. Plus the nod to certain movies that Scorsese has done in the past. There's such like amazing moments of Taxi Driver in this. There's uh, even with De Niro and the fact that the Joker's in comedy clubs and stuff. There yeah, is a king right. of comedy feel to it. Uh-huh. Um, just fantastic. But there is an actual element to one of my all-time favorite graphic novels in that we don't know a lot of history of the Joker through the history of DC Comics, Mm. but this one really relies on the killing joke. And the killing joke, if you haven't read it, any one of my my cohorts here will back me up on this. It is a Mm. fantastic, Mm. amazing story, and they use a little bit of his history from that comic. So is that a... a, uh... A graphic novel. A, a graphic novel yes. that's from the DC Universe with y- the Joker. Yes. The Killing Joke. It's a little right. twisted. It's a little dark. All right. I okay, can handle it's a, it. It's a lot dark. I can handle it. There is some You fortune. sure? Yeah. But is it darker than Steel Magnolias? Pretty yes. dark, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. then I can't handle it. No, yeah. not really. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but there is... Now- yeah, uh, uh, go go ahead, Scott. I, I'll I'll tag I'll tag in after you. Go ahead. Yeah. So the the one thing that I noticed that was the standout was that they do imply that he was a struggling comedian, mm. trying to make it in these kind of gritty clubs, Ugh. and okay. uh, doesn't work out for Sorry, him. Sorry, I just Robin Williams just popped into my mind because you know obviously <laughs> the tragedy there and yes, brilliant comedian and tragic. But I mean, oof, yeah. God. Okay, all but, right. But there is that there is some of that. Sounds really in there. compelling. Some of the elements of that from the graphic novel appear in the trailer, at least at what it seems like to me. Okay, so Greg, what's yeah. your take on this? How are you looking at this? Well, to, to Scott's point, you know, I like the only really thing I got that was kind of killing jokey was the fact that he was like a a comedian at one point in his yes. pre crazy joker history and that's really the only thing i got because it seems like there's a whole lot of like like mother issues that they're developing which is fine and i'm not complaining about that which is fine you know the thing about the dc universe joker that's kind of different than everybody else that's always been kind of intriguing to me anyway is that the entire history of this character going back even to the 40s when he was first introduced they've never there's never really been a definitive origin story and it's kind of led to the mystery mm. of the joker because he's mm. just kind of he is yes. kind of evil incarnate they kind of lead into it in when they talk in the in the dark knight the one that came out with heath ledger is he is the guy who just wants to watch the world burn and so his his story is nebulous his origin is nebulous he even he even has two different origin stories in that uh movie the dark knight heath ledger tells two different origin stories to two different people that he kills there so right. which is fantastic because that's the point of that character in that that series yeah. is you don't know who he really is and i love yeah. that it's it's he's totally lying to you he's so, to, so it, it yeah. go ahead Greg. go ahead I, I was gonna say while i i like the trailer and while i thought that the the idea of a joker standalone movie was kind of wasted and especially after jared leto's last run which was horrible just god awful i didn't know how this was going to turn out but uh, i i gotta say from the trailer anyway i'm i think i'm back on board i think i want to go see it now dave do you feel like revealing the backstory is going to spoil something for hardcore fans 
I mean, uh, it's, it's sort of like the way I feel about the Force. Like, I don't really need to know the origin of the Force. I just want to appreciate it for what it is, and it's the mystery of it. Well, you're going to get the origin of Force in the Old Republic trilogy that the Game of Thrones guys are doing, but yeah. that's a that's a topic for another time. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is, what's happening with the Joker actually reminds me of the inverse of what happened with Wolverine over at Marvel Comics. So when Fox started making the X-Men movies and they became a smashing success, Wolverine has never had his origin story told in comics. And the comic publishers at the time had a convert had a very deliberate conversation where they said, you know, we've left the character origin as an untouched mystery for basically 30 years because we thought it added to the character, but now that we have these movies being made and we don't have direct control over the movie content, right? Because this is pre-Disney buying Marvel, pre-Disney buying Fox, like it's all fragmented. They say they decided we're going to tell the origin story of Wolverine so that we have control over it and it can't be dictated to us by film writers over here now that the films are a successful franchise. And that has been... That, you know, that story, origin, that's now the accepted uh, Wolverine origin story. I think there have even been references to it in some of the Marvel movies. Hmm. And it's the opposite of that now with Joker. They've never, to Greg's great point, they've never told the Joker's definitive origin story in any of the comics. They've hinted around at it and just left it mysterious. He's this uh, evil force of nature, you know, counteracting Batman. And now we have this movie that's going to tell it. And I I do feel like it's just kind of ta- it's taken the mystery away. Mm. Yeah, let me jump in with on uh, on you on this, uh, Dave. Uh, so they haven't technically told the origin story of the Joker. We don't know who the Joker is, but there have been not just what you said hints to it. They've actually alluded to the fact that there might be three different types of Jokers out there. If I if I remember correctly, now I'm not the biggest DC fan, but I do remember in the last twenty years or so that they've. They did this thing where they kind of split and they started the new 52 where they they started all the comic book titles in DC Universe over again. Hmm. And I think that there's something where they started to make the idea that there are actually three different individuals that portray the Joker. Is that is that something that seems familiar to you at all, Dave or Greg? It does I didn't read not, any of the new 52 stuff, so I Yeah, don't know. It, does, it does not, but Bob Harris is editing DC Comics right now, so I would totally buy that stupid idea happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But not can a I fan, just say, huh? Not a fan. Wow. <laughs> wow. So what, what do you got against uh, Bob Iger? Bob Iger. Bob Harris. <laughs> oh, Bob Harris. Bob Harris. Oh. You so, know what I got up against Bob Harris? He spells Harris H-A-R-R-A-S. Who fucking does that? Uh, you don't need two A's in Harris. Don't harass Harris. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. So... Can anyone? I want to point one other small thing out. This is a tiny little thing about this, but the character's name of the Joker in the movie is Arthur Fleck. If you abbreviate his first name, it's A Fleck or Affleck. Oh come on, Ben! Are you serious? That's Affleck. a legit thing. Scott, I'm just feeding way too much into that. <laughs> seriously, wow. Seriously, the this movie started filming when Ben Affleck was still Batman. Do you think there's a play on that? Okay, is it, are my prayers going to be answered and they've got a new Batman? It's gonna, it's not gonna be Affleck anymore. It's not Affleck. That's happening. Yeah, no, that's, that's out. That's Affleck that's, is out. That, that's a done deal. That's but, a done deal. Yeah, that is happening. That's real. But, but by remember, the way, Scott, real quick, Paul is dead and I am the Walrus. Seriously though, <laughs> come on, just let this, just let this stew for. I'll a just while. add. 
Cuckoo Choo. Oh, All right. There you go. Did it come from Lucasfilm? <laughs> Thanks, Nico. Exactly, Nico. Is it me, or has Nico spoken more? He has spoken more show. on this episode than he typically does. All right, guys, we've got one more story to cover. We're headed back to our favorite universe of all, that is Star Wars, because we have to take this opportunity to remember the anniversary of the epic Star Wars property known as Droids. Yes. The Droids animated series. Do we? We do. <laughs> Starring Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Oh, just God a, damn it. Where, just, where, where, where's where the, the sound? Uh, are you, Greg? Oh, I've got it right here. I've got Anthony it. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. <laughs> you have one job, fucker. You have one job. Uh, this is... Yeah! This is uh, Did it come from Lucasfilm? the dork side of, <laughs> of the force. Remembering Star Wars, the droids animated series. There was no Luke, no Leia, no Han or Chewie in the cartoon or any other notable Star Wars character for that matter. Not true. Not true. One thing the series did have going for it was yeah, Anthony Daniels. Who agreed to return That's not and true. voice C-3PO for the series, which was nice to hear his With voice. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. In okay. a new setting. Did it come from Lucasfilm? Yes, yes it, it did. did. There you go. God Jesus. damn it. So, <laughs> we're yelling at a pre-recorded voice of Nico. Uh, did it come from Lucasfilm? Nico, shut up! <laughs> oh my god. god. So, there was an actual famous character in the series. Okay. Boba Fett. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, this says that other notable star. I guess Boba Fett technically is a notable Star Wars. Other character. than Dave, I think a lot of people respect the fact that Boba Fett was an amazing character. Well, no, and Dave just he thinks a he's a bitch. Fucking wuss! Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just wanted him. Spoiler to alert! React. Dave thinks that uh, that Boba Fett is is a is a, is a wuss. So spoiler Boba fact. There. Boba depending, jerk, more like it. <laughs> This is a fact, and I'm not saying fact just to yell out fact, and I'm I'm right yeah. because it's a fact. Yeah. But if you look at okay, multi- multiple websites mm-hmm. about the most collectible Star Wars action figure or toys out there, yeah. in the top three of any site you look up, I will say top three. Droids action figures, the character of Vlix is still one of the most sought-after items ever. Hmm. So, only released in Brazil. Hmm. Fake news. Hmm. That is true. Fake news. Article goes on to say some of the movie's ships and vehicles managed to show up at at, uh, at that time. Return of the Jedi speeder bikes. Um, Only they were used on a desert planet. So, you know, this was something that kept the fire burning for for us fans. It was. Uh, Only 13 episodes were produced. God, it seems like it was a lot more than that. 13 episodes of Ewoks and two more of those vehicles. We had the A-Wing was featured in that show Mm. and the Desert Skiff from Jabba's Palace. So if you want to check it out, dorksideoftheforce.com, the droids animated series highly so, recommend if you haven't seen it you need to see it if you're a star wars fan hey we so got a real million quick thing- oh yeah scott Go i'm gonna jump in real quick yep. do you know the name of the droids episode that boba fett appeared in damn it damn it i do not twin engines of destruction 
No. <laughs> the courtship of Princess Leia. No. Okay. A race to the finish. Oh. Boba Fett is hired by the Froms to help them get revenge on the masters of the droids R2-D2 and C-3PO. He later turns on them after failing their request because he's a wuss and decides to accept Jabba's bounty on the Froms as compensation. Mm, nice. What was the name of the uh, of the story? For the episode? Again? Yeah, what was a it again? Race, a race to the finish. Hmm. Did it come from Lucasfilm? Yes, it was official. Okay. It, it came from the same studio that produced the beloved Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, the droids. did it come from Lucasfilm? <laughs> this Holiday Special, yes. yes. It came from Lucasfilm. The same. Why is he so concerned about I that? I don't know. He's really concerned about it. It's the same production so, company that produced Empire Strikes Back. Did it come from Lucasfilm? Yes, I just said it was from Lucasfilm. Man. So I have this idea. I have an idea that's just coming to me right now. What we need to do is get like five or six clips of Nico mm. from the show and just yeah. have him on a soundboard so we can just have a virtual Nico just randomly <laughs> hit a button and one of those randomly spins up throughout the conversation and then we're good. One yeah. of them's got to be shut up, Scott. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You just you hit the button and you never know what you're going to get. All right. Hey, 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 hey before we move on to film? the next segment, segment uh <laughs> dave man he's always jumping in um i just want to say we have a few uh dodger fans on this oh, podcast yes, we do. and i would like to give a special shout out to our team who yeah. broke the opening day records of all-time home runs and home run hit home run in the first seven consecutive games including tonight as we record the show yes are they are they are they still scoring have they scored like something like nine thousand runs so far in we, like seven games into this into the season we scored 42 or 43 runs in the first four games i think we slowed down a little bit but we're uh the offense seems like, seems the like offense that's pretty is, good the offense is clicking i'll just so, say that I, I was going to text you, Steve, but I, I got tired and forgot when you sent me the stat on 42 runs in four games. I mean, because I was like, they were winning, so you got if they, tired and forgot. If they stop scoring runs for the rest of the season and just leave their total at 42 as some kind of meta tribute to Jackie <laughs> Robinson, that would have been the strongest <laughs> fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. Or the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. One of the two. Oh, that's, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, with that. Did it come from Lucasfilm? Let's get out of here. Bit of trivia while the music plays us out, guys. Bit of trivia for you. Yes. It was, it was back in 1978 this week. Actually, today as we record, April 3rd, the 50th Academy Awards happened. Star Wars won how many awards? Star Wars A New Hope. Ooh. Back on April 3rd, 1978, won six. how many five. Academy Awards? Uh, we got a six. We got no- a five. Nominated for 11, I think. And I think won six. I say won five. Who? So Scott says five. You're fired, Scott. It's six. Oh, what? Suck it, Evansky. That was the original Star Wars? Yes. It won for yes. art direction. It won for sound. It won for original score. It won for editing, costume design, and visual effects. Wow. wow. I was off by one. Oh, and, and, oh, and it says, and a special achievement award for sound effects editing as well. Oh. For, for one Mr. Ben Burt, I imagine. Yes. Ben Burt, the god of sound effects. Well, if you've ever met or made love with Ben Burt... I don't think Star Wars as a franchise has won six Academy Awards since then. Give us a call. Let us know how it was. 562-455-4483. That's 562-455-HIVE. That's H-I-V-E in case you can't spell HIVE. You got him right. 
Uh, you can also find us online at www.theretchedhive.net. You can find us on Facebook, although we do not recommend it. Facebook.com forward slash Zucker Jerk. <laughs> Wretched Hive Podcast. You can email the show to show at wretchedhive.net. Instagram us at the Wretched Hive 77. Tweet at us at Wretched Hive Pod. Find us on podcasts everywhere you download your our show, any show. Find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Most importantly, we really, really love your reviews on Apple Podcasts. Throw us up some stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us a lot. Guys, episode 84 is in the books. Final thoughts. You know, when next we meet, we might have some actual Star Wars Episode 9 info, right? Yeah, yeah. we're uh, we uh, episode uh yeah, we're uh, we think no. we're going to get a yes, trailer. It's episode 9, Steve. It's episode uh, 9. I know, I was confused there for a second. Guys, have a great couple of weeks and may the force be with us all. The force will be with you mm. always. Did it come from Lucasfilm? God. God, yes. Nico. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, you need to isolate Greg's clip now. That is fantastic. <laughs> I have to pull that out. God, Nico! No, you don't.